Well, hello, everyone. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another seven-day fat-burning coaching call. In fact, it is the last one of the year, so I just want to say, first of all, Merry Christmas to everyone and an early Happy New Year to everyone as this will be technically our last call of 2010 and our first call of 2011 because we cover the first and second days of January. So, again, I just want to thank everyone for being around all year. It's awesome to have you guys. It's awesome to talk to you and share all this fat-burning information with you. And speaking of fat-burning information, by using the information that we've been able to give out, we had so many amazing success, success stories in our ninth Turbulence Strain Transformation Contest. We had one person break our fat loss record by getting 36 pounds of fat loss, and another person broke that record with 55 pounds of fat loss. Now, obviously, he had a longer way to go than most people, and so he's still going to continue his his journey. But it's very impressive. And uh, I just also want to mention that our female record still stands at 33 pounds, which is also amazing, amazing results for 12 weeks, and very proud of everyone. And so our winners have been announced, and our 10th contest starts the day after Christmas, Sunday, December 26th. And so I hope that that is going to be part of your plans for the new year. And you can find out more about how to be in the contest at transformationcontest.com forward slash rules, R-U-L-E-S. So speaking of plans for the new year, I'd uh, love to hear what your plans are. Just drop a note on the blog or on our Facebook page at turbulencetrainingfanpage.com. Now, I've posted a lot of my plans for the new year on my blog at ttfatloss.com, and I've added the TT2K11, the newest edition of Turbulence Training, to the Turbulence Training members area at ttmembers.com. And I'm working on at least 12 new programs for the rest of the year. I'm really excited. i got big stuff coming this year, including our One Million Mission project. So more details on that soon. All right, but let's get into this last call of the year starting with Monday, December 27th, and our Transformation Tip of the Week. And it's got a couple of quotes from that author, Larry Wingett, who I've quoted a couple of times here on the calls. And first of all, he says, you are going to make mistakes. It happens. Dust yourself off and start again. And so my comment on that, especially around this time of the year, is if you fall off the wagon, cut your losses, don't worry about it, and get right back on track immediately. It's minor damage. It's almost always minor damage that can be dealt with. And then Larry also says, ask yourself this question, does this activity move me closer to where I want to be or further away? And so you have to consider that when you do fall off the wagon and you have a chance to correct it or a chance to say, oh, I've already screwed up, I'm just going to keep going. So always think about that. It's never too late to stop and turn things around. All right, so let's move into our training tip of the week, and it's, tra- it's about training to failure. And I want to talk about this subject because my friend Jason Ferugia wrote a great series of blog posts about it on jasonferugia.com, and you can check those out. He got comments from all over the world and from uh, celebrity trainers, and, and he even gets comments from former WWE wrestlers like Stone Cold Steve Austin who, who say that his blog is their favorite strength training blog, and it really is one of the best on the Internet, so check it out. And Jay and I were talking about failure uh, a couple months ago, actually, we did a call that is in the podcast series, and so you can check that out. And back when I was in my final year of my kinesiology degree at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, I had to do an independent project, and I performed a study that proved you don't need to train to failure to activate maximum muscle response. 
And so what I did in that training study was we had about 10 guys come in and they did a leg press training workout. And we had them do their one repetition maximum, and then we had them train at a percentage of that. And they were to go to failure, and they did a lot more reps than we ever thought was going to be possible. So they were doing 15 to 25 reps at about 80% of their one rep max. And for the lower body, you probably can get more repetitions at a higher percentage of your one repetition maximum just because of the endurance nature of our lower body. And so in that study, we found we also uh, monitored their muscle activation, and we found that when they were around 90% completed all their reps, they were at 100% of their muscle activation. So it just proved that we didn't need to go to failure to get full muscle activation. And to add to that, you can check out Jay's articles. And in the article, he has a very important quote for most people to understand, especially if you want to get stronger. And that training to failure is not the best way to get stronger because, as Jay says, the single most important concept for people to understand is that strength is a skill and you need to treat it as such. And so if you think about juggling, which is a pretty good analogy, you know, you probably wouldn't go and, and juggle and keep going until your arms are tired because your technique would be terrible and you wouldn't be uh, making any progress at improving your juggling. But if you juggled when you're fresh and, and you know, you did a few rounds and you improved a little bit and then when you realized your, te- your technique was starting to drop off and you stopped and you came back another day, you'd have much greater progress. You'd get further ahead. And so you got to get away from that training to failure mindset You want to train hard, but you don't need to train to failure. And so that is something that you need to understand. We'll come back with another training tip in a few minutes about 10-minute workouts, which is pretty powerful too. But first, we're going to talk about this week's research review, which is from the International Journal of Sports Medicine, and it is called Resistance Exercise and Lipoproteins in Postmenopausal Women. And so this study comes from American researchers and they had, it looks like they had 21 obese postmenopausal women who were not on hormone therapy replacement. And they were assigned into control group or an exercise group. They had 12 people in control and nine in the exercise group. They put them on a three-day-per-week training program, 10 resistance exercises, three sets at 8RM. And they found, not surprisingly, that the training group had a significant increase in their strength. Now, unfortunately... Kind of disappointing to see this. They didn't have any improvements in their body mass or body composition, which is really surprising. You think that lean mass would have improved, so it was kind of weird that way. But they did find some other benefits, and that total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol were significantly lower in the exercise group compared to the control group following 12 weeks of resistance training. So they concluded that the whole body resistance training provides obese, overweight, or sorry, obese postmenopausal women with a good way of reducing their bad cholesterol without drugs. So, you know, if you have an older parent or if you have uh, someone that you know that is in that age range or if you yourself are in that age range and you're not doing resistance training, please let this serve as another reason and another point and another message that you should be out there doing resistance training for so many reasons, improving and, oh, sorry, including the improvement of your cardiovascular health. All right, into Wednesday's workout tip. Now, a lot of people are probably thinking, well, I don't have time to train. 
And even though we're heading into January where everyone does make time for at least a couple workouts, I wanted to mention to you something about 10-minute workouts. And I did this to prove a point, to bust myth and destroy excuses. And so what I did one morning was I literally walked into the gym and I was able to do seven sets of squats in 10 minutes. And that includes the warm-up sets. And it shows you that there is no reason that no time can be an excuse not to train. So not having time, I overcame it with a 10-minute training session, which was an incredibly tough training session. I'll tell you about it in a second. And it left me with uh, metabolic turbulence put on those muscles, uh, muscle soreness the next day. So I could have, you know, obviously held back a little bit. I didn't even need to do 10 minutes. But it went like this. I went in and did the bar, which is 45 pounds for 20 reps. Then I did 95 pounds for 20 reps. 135 for 15 reps, 185 for 12 reps, 205 for 8, 185 for 8, and 135 for 15. And then I walked out of the gym. Well, actually, no, I didn't. I did a, the rest of a workout. But um, I could have walked out of the gym and been satisfied with that workout. Seven sets, about four of them, well, three of them being high-quality work sets, two of them being high-quality endurance sets, and then two of them being warm-up. And... You know, I'm not going to become the world's strongest man with that type of training, but it is still effective for change. And so it could be done with push-ups and pull-ups, going back and forth in 10 minutes. It could be done bodyweight squats and push-ups, bodyweight squats and chin-ups. You know, just going back and forth and doing as much as you can in 10 minutes with minimal rest is a great way to train. And just write down your information so that you can always try and do better next workout and always improve. And you will see changes in your body with that simple 10-minute workout. Now, it's not optimal for total body health because you probably want to get some uh, greater warm-up and mobility and some flexibility in there. But if pressed for time, if you do this infrequently, it's fine to go in and really crank out one of those 10-minute workouts. And it just shows you that you can get a workout done anytime, anywhere. Just make sure you do the warm-up. I did a quality warm-up there. And I didn't go beyond my boundaries. I knew that I was going to train lighter than usual because of the reduced rest time and because of a bit of reduced warm-up. And so I trained smart, but I still trained hard and had benefits from it. So consider that. All right, let's move into Trainer Thursday. And today I just want to talk about adding games to your boot camp. So if you're a personal trainer, we get lots of questions in from trainers who want more stuff to do in their boot camps. And I always recommend including some types of games. Now, obstacle courses are great if you can set them up, if you have a bunch of equipment. Um, it really gets people enjoying things more than even just circuits or structured training. You know, they just like it. It's a lot of fun. Make some challenges, maybe some relays, some team games with a little competition. Those are my favorite. Uh, other than that, I just like getting other people up in front and letting them be the leader of the camp. So I might say, okay, for a minute we're going to have Joan up here. She's going to choose the exercise and the number of reps and then the exercise after that. And we can just do movement patterns and we can do running back and forth and sideways and, and high knees and butt kicks and all types of stuff. It's good for warm-up and it's also good for the end of the workout in interval training fashion. And everyone likes to have their turn up at the front. And heck, I've even played Simon Says with people up there and also mirroring movements and having the person point in directions that people had to run and all sorts of things. You can have a lot of fun and you can take that to your boot camps. And let's, again, oftentimes you can let your clients be the leader and let them be the boss for a minute or two or maybe even five minutes. And it's a great way to get the group 
really pumped up. So I hope your boot camps are going well if you're a trainer, and that's just another way to make them even better. Now into Facebook Friday, we are going to be celebrating New Year's Eve on this Friday. And so a question came in that kind of relates to the importance of nutrition in the new year. And someone was saying, you know, they're able to work out, but they're having a really hard time sticking to nutrition. And it's not just like for parties, but in general. And here's my best answer for that is that for every problem that you have, and it's going to take you a few minutes to write all this stuff down, but you're going to have to write down every problem that you have, you know, every time that your nutrition breaks down. And then you also have to have a column where you have two solutions for every one of those problems. So write down what triggers, whether it's your binge eating or whether it's your junk food eating or whether it's, you know, overeating at a meal or whether it is drinking too many calories. Write down all those things that you have problems with, all the triggers of those problems, and then write down a couple of solutions, a plan A and a plan B to deal with that. And that's one of the most important steps you can take for New Year's fat loss is to have a plan A and a plan B, have a plan to deal with the obstacles in your life, whether it's nutrition or whether it's finding time to work out. If you can do that, you are going to be so far ahead and you are going to stick to your program and you're going to get uh, amazing results. And I'm calling 2011 best year ever. That's the name of the first program of the year. And I really believe it's going to be the best year ever for everybody involved with turbulence training from from us in the business to our clients in the end, and again, because we have so much stuff going on, but also because of tips like that that really help you make fat loss very practical and simple once you have a good plan. All right, so moving into Social Support Saturday, this is New Year's Day, so Happy New Year's to you, a very early Happy New Year's, 2011. It's going to be your best year ever. And here's a great quote from Frank McKinney. He said, you cannot brighten another's path without first lighting your own. And I thought that was a great quote, and I posted that on my Facebook page along with a little you know, summary of me or from me saying, if you want to take care of your family and friends, you must first take care of yourself. And I hear that from so many people who are very, very busy, have big families, and they still make time to exercise, exercise because they realize that if they don't have the energy and fitness, then they're not going to be able to keep up with the demand. So even just carving out 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, like I showed you already, to get some fitness in to take care of yourself is important so that you can take care of so many other people. And then finally Sunday, plan, shop, and prepare for the year and week ahead, of course. And, of course, make sure you get 30 minutes of fun activity. And I want to give you this morning ritual that will help you break through fat loss plateaus in 2011. And now first I want to say that there's a bit of a dirty little secret about some of these rituals in that all the stuff that I may tell you to do may not actually have a physiological impact. You know, I'm going to talk to you about drinking green tea, and I don't know if green tea is actually going to make you lose fat. There's some research that says it will. A lot of research says it's probably not going to make a difference. But here's the dirty little secret. Even though this stuff may not boost your fat burning, it's simply the application of rituals, of a plan, of sticking to your routine that keeps you on track with so many other things, such as eating right all the time and sticking to your workouts. Those are the main things, the diet and the exercise. Those are the main things that are going to have you losing fat in 2011. And if I have to trick you into sticking with those by getting you on some rituals that are still healthy, but not necessarily going to burn a few pounds of fat off you, then that's uh, a trick I'm willing to play on you. So here's the morning ritual. When you get up, two cups of really cold water, 
have a green tea, do your workout, your 10-minute workout if it has to be that, then have a higher-protein breakfast such as scrambled eggs plus spinach, or you can make a blender drink including protein powder, and then make sure that you log into a weight loss website at some point in the morning. And here's something else that you need to understand, the the, uh, term recency. Now, the more recent you've taken an action increases the chance that you'll do that action again. So if you've gone a week with missing your workouts compared to a person that's gone three weeks with missing their workouts, chances are that you're going to be the person to rejoin the workouts as opposed to the other person. So if you miss a day, don't let another day go by because that decreases the recency of your workouts. You want to get right back on track as soon as possible because research shows that recency can pre- will is one of the best predictors of a person's future behavior. Recency. So if you stick to this ritual, the more you stick to it, the more frequently you stick to it, the longer you stick to it, the better you're going to be able to stick to it. So it's just good action begets good action begets better rituals, longer sticking to it. It's just all better when you are frequent and consistent and recent with your healthy actions. So, again, you're going to get up in the morning, you know, clean yourself up, two cups of ice-cold water, have a green tea if you need it before you train, have a high-protein breakfast after, and log into a weight loss website. And, again, those are not all going to be the keys to fat loss physiologically, like the green tea, the water. Whether you train first thing in the morning or whether you train at noon, it doesn't matter. But this is, those are five things which are helpful. The logging into a weight loss website, it's proven by research that the more often you log in, the greater your chance of success. Of course, we'd love to see you in at ttmembers.com, but there's plenty of fat loss websites around the world. Even if you just join our Facebook page at TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com and log in and, and tell us what you're doing or get the daily tip, It's a great start. So get involved in some community there and stick to those rituals. Very simple stuff, and you can build your own, but just make sure that you have a routine down and solutions to all the obstacles that are going to be in your way in 2011. So thank you very much for listening this year and this week and for all the podcasts we've ever done. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure to help you. It's a lot of fun to put these together. Uh, It's always a very great learning experience as well because I come across stuff that I know is going to help so many people. So thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I'll talk to you again soon in 2011. This is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com wishing you your best year ever. Bye-bye, everyone.